0: Earlier this week, I got an email from KAXE listeners Shenda and her daughter Ella Kaye. They wrote, Presently we have had a large flock of pine grosbeaks, blue jays, red breasted nuthatches, and a ton of our adorable chickadees. Unfortunately, we don't see any more white breasted nuthatches. We surely had them this fall, along with the red breasted. I don't remember them migrating, but we don't see any. Do they mate for life? Our two nuthatches are ecologically quite different. Red-breasted nuthatches are associated with firs and spruces. This is an eruptive species, moving south in large numbers in some winters but not others. But even in the northernmost parts of their range in much of Canada and southern Alaska, many individual red-breasted nuthatches remain all winter as well. We Northlanders get to see them year-round, but except in the mountains and areas of the west where conifers predominate, red-breasted nuthatches are essentially only a winter bird in much of the lower 48, as far north as the southern half of Wisconsin and southern and western Minnesota. White-breasted nuthatches are associated with deciduous forests and are far less migratory, so people who see them in winter can also usually find them in the exact same areas during the nesting season. White-breasted nuthatch populations are more stable, though slowly increasing. Climate change is almost certainly benefiting them at the northern extreme of their range, where maples and other hardwoods are slowly taking over as cold-adapted conifers die out. Except during the breeding season, red-breasted nuthatches are often found in flocks wandering about. In the forests where they nest, even at the height of breeding season, I can often hear several different birds calling at the same time. Not white-breasted nuthatches, they are territorial year-round. They mate for life, with pairs sticking together through the winter. The only time we see more than just two white-breasteds is during the nesting season when fledglings are still associating with their parents before they wander off to find their own territories. In winter, mated males get a big advantage by sticking with their mate. Two sets of eyes and ears are more likely to detect predators and find good food sources than just one. But females get much less benefit from the arrangement because their mates follow them everywhere, pushing the females from the best feeding spots. When my female arrives at my feeder first, she must be quick to grab a chunk of peanut or other delectable item before the male flies in and chases her off. How can I tell which is which? Both sexes have a wide black nape patch. The male's crown is also black, so there's no contrast. The female's crown is not quite black, so if you're at close range, you can see the subtle difference where the crown meets the nape. Because white-breasted nuthatches are so territorial, it's a rare feeder in the North Woods that would ever get more than one pair in winter, unless that feeder is exactly on the boundary between two territories. Like red-breasted nuthatches, white-breasteds often associate with chickadee flocks, but white-breasteds are much more standoffish, usually sticking to the periphery away from the bustling activity. When they come to feeders, they very often grab something to eat elsewhere, as chickadees do, so they're not nearly as conspicuous as other feeder birds, and during mild spells, they can get the vast majority of their food elsewhere. That means they don't need to be in trouble for us not to detect them. When a pair disappears from an area where they'd been reliable, it is also possible that one member of the pair died and the other moved elsewhere to find a new mate. Because they are widely spread apart up here in the more coniferous north woods, it doesn't mean anything in terms of their overall population, but it's still very sad. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.